You're listening to Nightlight. Hi, and great to be back with you for another end time edition of Nightlight. Stephen Strutt is back with us on the program, and we'll be talking about current events that are happening in the world right now, and once again discussing how they may align with the future as foretold in Bible prophecy. But first, let's warm up with the song. This one is from Ray Brannan. It's a shame we don't live in peace together On this earth God so graciously gave to each one Seems like every time we take one step forward In reality we've gone backwards, that's what we've done Brothers and sisters, we should all be in our hearts And stand up for the truth, the great truths we all know Nothing in this world could ever truly satisfy So why do we keep striving for more? Why do we have such little faith and conviction To do what's right and love the other as ourselves Do we spend so much time Trying to make someone else walk the line That there's little left to correct ourselves Respect each other Send a smile to say You're my sisters And my brothers
That's Ray Brennan. And yet it's a terrible shame all that we see happening in the world around us. And of course, we shouldn't be surprised, as we've long known from Bible prophecy, that things would get worse and worse as we get closer to the second coming of Jesus. But since the beginning of 2020, especially with the onset of the coronavirus pandemic, things are happening so fast that it's hard for anyone to keep up or make sense of all that's going on myself included. So I'm very thankful to have some watchmen on the wall who I can invite on this show from time to time to give us their godly and biblical perspective on the latest news. End time news and views. So thanks, Stephen Strutt, for joining us once again. Stephen is speaking to us over Skype from his home in Scotland. Steve, it's been a couple of months since you were last on the show. A lot has happened since then. Give us a brief update on your take on it all. Yes, well, I think first and foremost, I would like to just to reassure your listeners that we live in troublous times, as Jesus pointed out in Matthew 24, very troublous times, but that we're to look on it in a positive way, as you've pointed out many times that no matter how dark it seems out there with this COVID-19 and also the demonstrations, and I might point out that there are indications that uh, bigger things are on the horizon, but it doesn't matter what is coming our way. I'd just like to reassure people to go to God's Word, go to Him for reassurance, because things do seem to be getting worse and not better. Right. And there's different reasons for that. You can actually go on my website and... um, Robert's website, and you can see why if you study what's going on. But from a Bible prophecy point of view, I was looking yesterday at especially 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, which is one of the strongest chapters about the Antichrist, because a lot of people are asking, well, is this the great confusion that's predicted? Is the last seven years going to emerge out of this great confusion? Right. It possibly could. I definitely think it possibly could. Exactly when, I don't know. I think it depends if the powers of darkness are actually ready for such a thing. Mm. But in going slowly through Second Thessalonians yesterday, together with my wife, verse by verse, became evident that so far, a lot of those things in that chapter have not yet happened. Now, don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean that those things couldn't happen quickly. Right. They could, when you think of the things in, uh, I'm not going to go into the details right now, but in that chapter, if you look at Second Thessalonians chapter 2, where it describes the coming in of the Antichrist, it is very specific. One thing that concerns me is, I do not believe in giving um, uh, dates for events. I don't think that's wise to give any kind of dates, but we do know that according to what Jesus said in Matthew 24, that we're getting more and more the signs of the times. We're getting, in just all the things I put on my website since the last time I've been on the show, what does it show? It shows us loads of signs of the times. It shows everything is increasing and getting worse, including the weather, volcanic activity, earthquake activity, plagues. There's not only just uh, COVID-19. There's um, China is now saying that they've got... Um, bubonic plague in, in in the tribesmen in the mountains that was just yesterday Gosh, and, and it seems to me that a lot of things Jesus predicted in Matthew 24 are very much on the increase 
And of course, I would say the good news with, with all the things that have been going wrong is that lots of people are digging into their Bibles. And a lot of people are buying Bibles. I'm very happy to hear that. Wow. Uh, because adversity is good for Christians. Adversity always drives Christians to be more alert. And that's what's happening. So I've got hope that through what's been going on in the world, although it's very confusing and I know it's very difficult for people, and a lot of people lost their jobs, and I know it's very hard on a lot of people. I know some people it's very hard on them, even some of our own kids. But I know that God has a purpose in it. The positive side is driving his children closer to him and his word. And I think every Christian needs to know they need to have a personal relationship with Jesus and not depend on someone else, like a pastor or a church or something like that. That's right. But depend personally on Jesus. And many pastors will tell you the same thing because the pastor, for as well-meaning as he is, he might not be there all the time. And the same with the church. It might be closed down. And we've seen with this lockdown of the churches, I think the good side of that was God was trying to drive his, his children to come closer to him and closer to their Bibles. And I think it has done that in many cases uh, from what the reports I've seen yes. from other Christians. And I'm very thankful to see that. And I do think God is going to raise up an army of Christian soldiers all around the world to combat the evils that are happening on the earth, even if it's just by their desperate prayers and by their personal witnessing. I, I see that that is already starting to happen. Praise God. But it is true that if you look at the circumstances in the world, the world is definitely becoming much more satanic mm -hmm. in the way they handle things. The, the governments um, and the media in particular are lying through the teeth. For sure. Just go on my website and you'll see for yourself how much lies are being spewed out all the time. But it's been predicted. It says a dark time would come when people would not give heed to the truth and especially certain governments and certain media that they control they'll say anything these days i for one i can't go on the bbc anymore every time i go on the bbc in the uk i can tell they're just lying through the teeth they lie about everything they say anything they want they, these people who control the mass media their attitude is the truth is whatever we say it is and it doesn't matter if it's true or false and the sad thing is most people listen to what they say and go to sleep right and they fail to see the great dangers that are on the horizon i think we as christians should welcome adversity and difficulty and i know there's been a lot of christians in africa have suffered a lot of persecution at the hands of different enemies and there's a lot of brave Christians down there in Africa, as well as other countries. The facts are that 250 or 280,000 Christians are martyred every year right now. More Christians are martyred now than in all of history. Gosh. You know, in Africa and, and in many countries where there is opposition religions and where there is communism, people have been slaughtered. But it hasn't stopped Christians from growing. As you know, Simon, in China, it's amazing, in spite of the oppression of the communist government, you have the most active Christians in the world. It's true. It's fantastic. It's true. So the devil cannot stop Christianity, no matter how hard he tries. Praise God. And the fact that I think the wonderful thing about Christianity is that we have to depend on the Lord to protect us. And, and it bothers me. It worries me, especially about the United States. It worries me the fact that the American Christians depend on their guns. And I'm against that. 
I think it's totally wrong that they, everybody's got this idea of getting the survival together, as many guns as possible, and that's going to protect them from the enemy. I don't think so. Right. The only trust you can put is in the living God, not weapons. Yes. Because we're, we're dealing with a spiritual warfare. Yes. Fortunately, here in Europe, we don't have guns. We're not allowed to carry guns, stuff like that, and I think that's much wiser. But that doesn't mean you're defenseless. We depend on the living God. Yes. And if we depend on what the Bible says, we'll see that in the Bible there's countless times when God defended his people, even if he had to do massive miracles and turn the enemies against themselves. Right. I, I want to put it to you right now, from what I can see being a reporter and being a researcher, a Bible researcher and scripture researcher, what is predicted, what was predicted by the Lord in Matthew 24 and Luke 21 is all happening. It's all happening right now. And yes, I do think we're very close to the last seven years. I think it's very possible that it could start this year. Many of the things I mentioned in Second Thessalonians haven't happened yet, but they could happen one after the other, like dominoes falling. It seemed there is a big concerted effort by the satanic forces to really bring on the agenda of the Antichrist in the last seven years. There's a big push for it. Wherever you look, you see it. Yes. Now, whether or not they're allowed to do it now or not is another question. As I said many times before, Satan can't do a damn thing without God's permission. Right. And if it's not the time, then it has to be God's timing. Even Satan has to get permission to do what he wants from God. Yeah, he does. And God only allows it when the time is right because the world is in such a position. So that's my take on it is that yes we're closer than last interview to the last seven years it might start this year i don't know or maybe god will delay it by stopping all these uh, all this confusion that's happening i know we've had covid and then we've had the riots and um according to the chinese there's something worse on the horizon in the form of bubonic plague but just take that with a pinch of salt because with all these predictions by the media, I never know if it's real or it's half-truth or it's imagined or, or they're just scare tactics. There's too much scare tactics out there. Yes. But no matter what you hear, I just advise everybody, just stand on the Word of God. Stand on His promises. Stand on Psalm 91. Amen. Stand on the Word of God and realize that Jesus will take care of each of His children. But I do ask people to pray desperately for the world situation and pray, pray for everybody not to succumb to all this fear-mongering by the media because it's all orchestrated on a world scale. The fact that it's orchestrated on a world scale and that most governments are succumbing to it shows how close we are to a one-world government. Right. Because the one-world government's already here in the sense that they have their people in every, every country who control all the main media control parts of the government and it's very clear that that's his we're very very close um to total takeover but i couldn't tell you exactly when it just looks very close but i think the best thing stick to reading the bible if you want to know about what's to come well we believe from the bible that we are going to have a seven-year period a seven-year covenant by the antichrist and I believe it's not just going to be in the background. Some people say, well, couldn't it just be an Antichrist takeover? We're just Antichrist in the background somewhere. I don't think so. I think personally that God has given a few signs in the Bible 
that you can rely on, a few things that you can be absolutely certain about. Right. And I don't think God himself is into date setting. Too many people use absolute date setting and it, it doesn't work every time it gets proven to be wrong because God's not into date setting and he told me why. He said it's because I can't trust people. You wow. give people exact dates and they'll misuse it. And, and anyways, it's not that important. That's what he told me when I asked him. He said, what is important to know the general signs of the times and what is important for people is to get ready by knowing the word of God, not just reading the Bible once in the blue moon, but reading the Bibles every day and reading what Jesus says about the end time. This is essential right now. So you know in what order the events will come, at least that much. But the exact timing is not that important. That's in God's hands as when he decides it's time. Put on their costumes And rehearse what they will do Say It's almost time now For the final scene
was one of a number of end time songs that I have recorded by various artists 20 to 30 years ago and they're amazingly prophetic. We will see the day when it's all going to happen. Stephen, you said that you think that the last seven years may begin very soon as it seems that we're speeding towards the world government and total control that the the deep state, the elites, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call them, that it looks like we're in the final stages of the takeover that they've been working on behind the scene for generations. And it looks like they're going all out right now, especially to bring down America. But I want to ask you about China. Is China part of this or is China fighting against them? Right now, China's acting very aggressively against almost everybody. It's just taken complete control of Hong Kong. It had a serious border confrontation with India. It's threatening Australia, building up its military in the South China Sea. It's in a trade war with the US. And at the same time right now, it's experiencing what can only be the judgments of God with incredible floods and earthquakes, all kinds of natural disasters around the whole country. Its economy is collapsing. What are your thoughts about China? Yes, that's a very, very good question, Simon. I think that up until now, China has been part of the plan. I mean, there have been signs that people like Henry Kissinger was always going over to talk to the Chinese and tell them it's the time for the plan to be revealed and all that, and for them to put into practice their communism, socialism, and bring it to the U.S. That was years ago, many years ago. Well, I think there, there's different issues here. I think, yes, I totally agree what you said about China. It's very sad, and I feel sorry for all the Chinese people, because it's not the Chinese people. And if there's a big war, it's a very sad thought. There's a lot of wonderful Chinese people. Absolutely. But it's that Chinese communism that is absolutely ruthless. And those of us who do journalism and um, investigating, we found out that during the COVID-19 lockdowns in China, terrible things were happening against people's will. I won't go into the details. Really horrible, oppressive things which you can research, find out. But the thing is, how can a government do such things to their own people? It reminds me in the Psalms, it said, Job said, he that is afflicted should be shown pity by his friends, not oppressed and killed. Yes. But that's what we saw happening in China. So we know China's capable of doing any kind of barbaric thing because their problem is arrogance, plain and simple. China is past news. I think China was used by the powers that be for many years. But the problem is that China is also very, very 
independent in communism. They go their own way, and it's a matter of who is using who. Right. So, as you said before, when you get that kind of situation in the past, you end up with a big confrontation. I hope to God there won't be a war with China. Um, but if we look at things more along the lines of what we talked about in the last show, you said America, and, and many Christians would say America is due for judgment because of her great wickedness, and I agree. But China is even worse because that China is totally oppressive against its own people and against the people there who try to help others, like their own Christians and own anybody there who doesn't agree with their madness is locked up, is tortured and murdered. It's not quite to that degree in the United States. I understand you've got Black Lives Matter now who's trying to help and they are supported by different organizations around the world. But when you look into it, unfortunately, you find that they're not what they appear to be. That's right. And I feel that a lot of things in the States have been infiltrated by the communists. And we have so many of the States now are socialist. And Donald Trump is, I think, as many people say, he's like, he's America's last stand against socialist communist takeover. That's the way it looks like at the moment. But then you balance that with the fact there are millions of Christians in America and with all this being going on, I'd imagine a lot of people are praying a lot harder than before. And I am praying also that by a miracle that Donald Trump might get in a second term. I don't agree with a lot of things he says or does, but at least he's for law and order and not for chaos. And I don't think that burning things and destroying things and uh, like the communists do is going to bring any order right so you've got two different things there i think that china is a lot behind a lot of the things happening in america right now and you're right the powers that be that, that want to bring down america in particular they don't have to bring down europe and other countries because europe is already socialistic and uh, pro-china uh, you, you just go on the british bbc they're pro-China all the time and they're totally against Trump so you, you can see unfortunately the, the West has totally changed the West used to be the media in the West used to be on the right wing uh, 30 years ago now it's totally on the left wing yes and that's why I can't listen to it because it's too extreme and and the, the media don't give anybody else an opinion you you, you can't uh, say the opposite of what they say they just shout you down on the on the spot you know and a, a lot of journalists are realizing it so, yes, the, the world is polarizing. I personally don't think there's going to be a big war right now, though. I think it's all, like with the COVID-19, where a lot of people say, well, is it real? Is it half real? Is it exaggerated? All of the above. But I think that they're using fear tactics to try and get what they want. Yes. But it doesn't necessarily mean they'll get what they want at this time. You know, God could, as I said on one of the shows, I, I saw the whole situation of all these calamities like a tidal wave coming in, but the tidal waves, they do damage, but they do go out again. And that's my hope. We'll get a reprieve from all these things, these horrors of 2020, and we'll get maybe some more years of peace and quiet before the Antichrist totally takes over. That's my hope and prayer. I pray so. I couldn't say when Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and the rise of the Antichrist will actually happen. But I do admit I've never seen so many signs of the times as 2020. But I think a lot of it is orchestrated. And because it's orchestrated, how much of it is actually real and how much is just exaggerated? Right. That's what the question we need to ask ourselves. Because when 
the Bible is ushered in according to Revelation 8 and 9 and these terrible things that happened you know it's often by the hand of God himself like you've mentioned the plagues that's true and you've mentioned other things that are happening I wanted to mention not only those signs but there's very strange things in the weather I have followed um, the weather for many years and one of the strange things is for example today you look on my website in the Andes mountains they're having more snow than they've ever had before really? in history. Wow. All of the time when he give us dish out this global warming, everything's getting warmer, and I, I don't think so. And in Norway, two days ago, tourists were shocked to go over to parts of southern Norway, admittedly high elevation, and it was snowing and a foot of snow on the ground in the middle of in July. Gosh. Now these things have never happened before, so what on earth is going on with the weather? So a weather is another thing to keep your eye on because sadly what we are told by main media these days is often the exact opposite of what's really happening. And most people don't challenge the, what they're told. They don't challenge to see that they're being lied to. We got, what we, we as Christians need to do is to find out what is the truth, what is the lie, and stand up and fight for the truth in every area. Amen. Because if we don't, you'll be overwhelmed by lies. And that's what the devil's doing. He's drowning people with all his lies. And I think one of the most guilty places is social media. Social media is not the place to go for anything of, of, of real value most of the time. Yes. Because it's all twisted. All the social media is controlled by the left wing. Exactly. Whether it be Facebook, whether it be um, yeah, all of them, Google, and, and they are so left wing, it's ridiculous. Right. And they are getting rid of anybody who doesn't agree with their crazy way of thinking. So you have to be know that. So the only way, how are you going to stand up for the truth? How are you going to have a voice for the truth? I suggest to people, open your own websites, like I, I did seven years ago, and Robert did, and Simon Peter, and so many others. The best way is to have a website, because that doesn't have the amount of control that social media does most of social media so if you want to say something and stand for something do it now while you can yes uh, i think we should all stand up as christians and and say what's the truth uh, with what you know because you'll find it very rewarding to stand up in one form or the other whether it's bible prophecy or whether it's just part of the bible that you know in the new testament but it's wonderful to give god's word and make it available in one form or the other but I would say that right now, probably Bible prophecy is very important to know. And I would suggest to your viewers, if they haven't already done it, to really please read Matthew 24 and Luke 21 and 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 about the Antichrist. There are a lot of other places where it talks about the Antichrist, but those are the basics. And you need to know the chapters.
the truth, do or die. It was his love and the life he knew that tore the cloak off the That was another oldie recorded many years ago, but very on point for today's show, brought to my attention and requested by our guest on today's program, Stephen Strutt. We have a guest tonight on Nightlight. Stephen, let's just talk about the Antichrist. I, I personally can't see how the last seven years could start right now, as we know from the prophecies in Daniel and Revelation that before the Antichrist takes power. There has to be 10 kings of Europe, and then the Antichrist comes up as a little horn who becomes strong with a small people and overthrows three of the horns or the kings as he takes power. And after that, the Antichrist and the 10 kings destroy great Babylon the whore in one hour. But all that is in the future. Right now, there's no 10 kings in Europe that we can see, and they have to be in place 
before the Antichrist arises and so before the last seven years begins. So it seems we have some time between now and whenever that happens. Yes, well, I would agree with you. It looks that way, that it would be very difficult for them to bring those things on. But also, they're talking about, I mean, it's just really how crazy the devil's people are. You're getting people like Bill Gates, one of these billionaires, who's... Um, has already uh, did all kind of evil vaccination down in Africa, which is questionable. I think it's caused a lot of lives down in Africa, and, and a lot of people are rebelling against it now. But that guy is totally crazy. Bill Gates is, is saying that, um, oh, you think COVID was bad? Wait until you see COVID too, and what else we got lined up for I you? saw that. I mean, these guys are openly saying that they got evil intentions for mankind. I mean, it's just it's crazy. The, you know, that's how it's getting now. But what occurs to me is when the enemy becomes so shrill and so frantic in what they're saying, whether it be in the BBC, whether it be in the media, they're getting more and more frantic all the time. That is a sign they're not getting their own way. Wow. That, that, that is the way people behave when they're not getting what they want. It's true. So I think spiritually speaking, we've got more time. I, put, I stick to what I said originally. I think personally... The tidal waves come in, done a lot of damage in different countries all over the world, but they're not quite ready yet, in my opinion. The powers have been not quite ready because too many things are missing from the puzzle of the end time. We've got some of the pieces of the puzzle, but we don't have the key ones as regard. For example, it talks about there's a third temple in Israel to be built. Yes. And I, as far as I know, yes. that temple is essential to the end time. Everything you study in the Bible rotates around that third temple in Jerusalem where the Antichrist will sit pretending to be the Messiah so without the temple where is he going to sit that's right you know a lot of people try to spiritualize and say and so, oh no there's no there need to be temple that your your soul is a temple oh, there, we go. <laughs> there has to be a physical temple in order to fulfill Bible prophecy and they've got a prefab job they've had a prefab job for a long time but they haven't been able to put it up yet because so many political forces including the United Nations, has resisted Israel from building that third temple. Of course, spiritually, we know it'll happen all in God's time. When God says, okay, now is the time for the Antichrist, then the temple will go ahead and be built. But it's very important we keep our eyes on Jerusalem and see when that temple is rebuilt. Because once you see that temple rebuilt in Jerusalem, once the go-ahead uh, is given, then we know you're going to see the Antichrist on the scene. Yes. That's one way you can know it. And another thing is, it says in different places that the Antichrist will make a pact, a covenant, seven-year agreement, and that is written in stone. Although more and more people are trying to get away from that and saying, well, uh, you know, it's we don't know it's definite. But I think it's there's, there's certain things God has written in stone, and that I believe that's one of them. I agree. That there's going to be a seven-year end-time pact. Well, I say a seven-year pact by a religious pact, I think, with uh, the Antichrist, with the nations, to keep peace, to keep peace in the Middle East. Now, nobody's been able to do it yet. Well, we had uh, Trump's uh, nephew trying to go over there and make a peace pact. Apparently, it all fell apart. But it won't work unless it's the time. People need to understand that everything God says will happen exactly when he wants it to, and not a day before. Amen. So it doesn't matter what the Illuminati do. It doesn't matter what the New World Order do. I don't care if they got all the money in their trillions with the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and all these people. It doesn't matter how much power they have. Without the spiritual power and the go-ahead from God himself, 
The devil's a dead duck. It can do nothing. Lighting your path through the end times. You're with Nightlight. So, Stephen, moving forward from where we are right now, we're seeing an all-out push by the powers that be behind the scenes. We're seeing a push towards a communistic one-world government. But by looking at Bible prophecy, we can deduce that it's not going to be successful because we see no sign of the Ten Kings There's no third temple in Jerusalem. And so it suggests that the world needs more time for these things to develop. And let's also note that all of the great events of the last seven years leading up to the second coming of Jesus are centered around Israel, which right now is not so much in the spotlight. Neither is Russia, which is also a major player in the events of the last seven years. That's correct. I would say as that you remember the email I sent to you. Yes. I think what the people need to think that don't be looking at just the obvious. Don't look at what you see politically and what you're told. Because remember, the powers that be they have many plans going all the time. So if one doesn't work, they've got another one. And it's all smoke and mirrors with them. And, and sleight of hand of the magician in the background. So while everybody's focusing on one thing, they're doing something or ten things in the background. Right. I say that because if it's my understanding, they might try and use a big nation like China, but I cannot see China as the world government. I can't see it. It's not according to scripture. China's not the antichrist world government as predicted in the Bible. They are represented by a dragon. And in the Bible, it talks about the devil as a red dragon. But I don't see China as the coming world government. I think we're going to see something totally new come on the scene. If you look through history, you'll find that every power that ruled, though there's been six of them so far, when, the, for example, when um, the Medio Persians were encamped as an empire for hundreds of years, they never saw it coming. They were so arrogant and proud that they had the power and they would always rule. And suddenly there came Alexander the Great with a forced attempt of theirs, totally annihilated them. They didn't see it coming. Why? Arrogance. It's the same thing today. These, these Illuminati, these New World Order, they're so arrogant. As you can tell they're arrogant. The way they talk, they, they um, don't give room for any other opinion. And I don't see the coming Antichrist that way, as you said before. You think about it for a moment. What does Satan want? Satan wants to be God. He wants to be worshipped by mankind. Right. Anybody who wants to be worshipped wouldn't trample on the people he wants to be worshipped right. by. Well, that's what these Satanists are doing with this new world order. They're trampling on the whole world. They're torturing the whole world right now with the COVID-19 and all their nonsense and their confusion. And more and more people are becoming aware there is nonsense. It's exaggerated. So I don't see the devil himself uh, being as stupid as these people. I think Satan himself wants the worship of mankind. Therefore, he will come in, as it says in the book of Daniel, chapter 11, he'll come in peaceably, obtain the kingdom by flatteries. He's going to flatter the people. Yes. He's going to say things like, oh, you guys, those politicians you had a few years ago and all those crazies behind them bringing all those terrible things like COVID-19 and all those fake demonstrations and all these fake motives for everything and, and worse things. Look what they did to you. Well, I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to give you something good for the worker, good for you, help your family, 
help you with your finance. Not all this nonsense that governments are dishing out, pretending to help the people when they're not helping the people. Yes. You know, so I, I think the devil himself will not make such a mess as these idiots, these <laughs> new world order, these Illuminati have made of this planet. Good for a heavy-duty current events style song. That's Emmanuel Gilligan. Nightlight, keeping you in tune with the times. 
And our guest on Nightlight is author Stephen Strutt. And you can see the four books that Stephen has written on his website, outofthebottomerspit.co.uk, as well as all of his daily posts that will keep you abreast and informed of current events, especially as they relate to end time Bible prophecy. Stephen, it's an excellent website. I'm so thankful for it. Maybe now before we close, you'd like to highlight some of your latest posts. Let's have a look. I'll just go on there right now um, on what's going on. So, yeah, this section of my website, my website is enormous, too big, but this section is called What's Going On, and it's at the top of my website. Well, I t- what I try to do is there's so much information coming out then uh, you can't know what's true and what isn't so you have to have a lot of wisdom and discernment and fortunately I have friends who send me things and they do some of the hard work for me sorting out the good from the bad so I'm very thankful for that it helps me it's just ev- it is true everything is happening on this planet right now like it's just in fast gear it's like somebody's in a hurry to bring on the last seven years somebody's like in a big hurry to ruin the planet, like you said, whether it be through the weather or whether it's through plagues, it is it's true, there's just no way. You go to my website, there's no end of it. I think that people need to, if they've got the time, please go through my website and just see how many different topics there are that are increasing according to what Jesus said would happen in Matthew 24. Because everything is going off the Richter scale on this one, in, in every sense of the word. Yes. I mean, look at this one here. Take this one, for example. Who is getting rich off coronavirus pandemic? You look into that and you find that people are making 20 trillion out of this whole thing. Or 20 billion is it made? 20 billion just off the uh, coronavirus pandemic. Who's making the money? Well, you have a look. Uh, see you for yourself. And you have another one like this army of morons media out of control usa is going down a lot of people would agree with that i mean i i just you go on that's really quite interesting that article there's a guy there he's um he he goes he doesn't normally watch the news but he says i'll tell you what i'll watch cnn for five minutes and see if there's any brain of intelligence on it (laughs) and he was there five minutes and he said he was disgusted that the modern media treat everybody as though they're three years old. It's true. There's no respect for human beings as having their opinion. You're not allowed to have an opinion. It's, it's just a propaganda machine. So that's another one there. Army of morons talking about the main media. Out of control. USA is going down. I, I put about five, six, sometimes ten or more articles on my website per day. Uh, look at this one. Billionaire Bill Gates, the vaccine pusher, is now saying so many words, the next thing the New World Order does will get a lot more attention and results than COVID-19. You know, shrill, getting excited. I think the devil's people are not getting what they want, so they're getting, they're trying to bring on more fear tactics, basically. He says, wait for COVID too. I said the guy must be totally crazy and is also trying to bring in mandatory vaccines for COVID-19 with identity chips supposedly 6666. It's all just fear-monging because personally I don't think the the E666 mentioned in the Bible, they're not ready for it yet because it involves the Antichrist and Satan being on the scene, you know, it's... These guys are just wishful thinking and they're overstretching themselves, in my opinion. That's right. So they're using all this fear tactics and even misusing stuff from the Bible just to scare people. Okay, that's my opinion. Here's another one. Here's from Africa, all right? 
don't let them vaccinate you. Farrakhan warns Africans. The doctor Fauci, that's like the vaccine guy at the White House there, is trying to kill them. As I said, that's about the vaccines. And um, there's another one from South Africa where the South Africans are demonstrating. I don't know if you're aware of this, it just happened. The, the, the South Africans are all up in, uh, in uh, riot, not rioting, they're, they're, um, they're ripping off their face masks and they're, they're saying that the powers that be are trying to use South Africa to vaccinate people uh, when the vaccine's not even proven to be safe. That's the sort of things they're saying down in South Africa. But look at my website, because it says, protesters in South Africa burn masks in opposition to Corona's vaccine experimentation. That's a very good article. That's from naturalnews.com. My website in general is www.outofthebottomlesspit.co.uk and this section on the news, because I have a, about 150 different blogs on my website of different topics, but the one on that gives the latest news and stuff, but if you go to the top of my website, you'll see it, because it's the first thing you find. Nightlight. You're listening to an international edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world. Well, we're just about at the end of the show. I do want to go out with one last song. But first, Stephen, thank you so much for all you shared and for giving us your take on things and giving us a lot to think and pray about. Thanks very much, Simon. Nice to talk with you again. Yeah. Take care. Well, the song I'd like to go out with was just sent to me by Jeremy Spencer. He wrote it a few years ago. And if flying was bad then, think of how it's going to be now. And this is also quite a prophetic song because in the current crisis, it can apply to more than flying. From the moment you step into the terminal, something in the air makes you feel like a criminal. They sure make it hell for you when you fly. In the name of safety and security They subject you to shame And they strip you of your dignity They sure make it hell for you when you fly When you fly But the control is getting fiercer And if you make a quip, well it's Please step over here, sir They sure make it hell for you when you fly Sure make it hell for you when you 
watching out for you Cause this sure make it hell for you when you fly You needn't get hasty but fasten your safety belt inside Before you even get on board They're giving you a turbulent ride It's the same thing in life when you want to be Free from the chains of strife and conformity They sure make it hell for you when you try Sure make it hell for you when you fly That's it for this week. I hope the show was a blessing to you. Thanks again to Stephen Strutt. God bless you. Bye-bye.